This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is a bonus episode, so it's completely off the cuff. There's no script. There's no dialogue. It's just me chatting about what's going on inside my head, all the thoughts that are spinning around and occupy my mind all the time. So if you like the more structured episodes about how I broke 17 minutes in the 5K or what it's like breaking the tape at races, go check out those episodes. But today's episode is a little bit more scattered. But what I do want to talk about and focus on is this idea of self-care and how self-care is essentially being selfish and how that's not a bad thing. Specifically for me, self-care is the things that are the things that I do to stay in check with my sobriety, because if I don't have that one thing staying sober or deciding to not engage in destructive, harmful behavior, I don't have anything else in my life. I don't have my employment since I'm self-employed. I don't have the motivation to do the things I need to do to collect the checks and stuff or just, you know, take care of my life stuff, like go to the dentist and get from point A to point B and just be a human in this world, doing my laundry even. It's like I just you have to stay sober first, above all, to be able to do those things. So anyway, um, one thing that I thought is really funny is like I've been – called selfish I like people have said like you're so selfish because I have decided to not partake in certain activities not go to certain events not do this or that and I have admitted that I am like yes that that is a selfish act that I wasn't there for you for xyz and there are times I feel really bad about these things like there was an incident where I missed my friend's baby shower and I felt really bad about it because she she said something she was like hey that was kind of a dick move And I was like, you know what? You're totally right. I'm really sorry. I was busy doing something, getting ready for um, this relay run that I was running from the LA to Vegas, the speed project. And so I missed her baby shower because I was too caught up in that. And just, I don't know, my life is all over the place half the time. I'm always running from one place to the next. And I miss a lot of social things. And I... I sometimes it's also I I don't miss them because I have something better going on. It's because I need that time, that downtime to recalibrate and recollect myself as a person because I have a very, very tiny bandwidth. Like I can only do so many things in a day without feeling completely spent and just tapped out, burned out. I need the time in my cave is what I call it, where I'm literally just like in my bed under my blankets watching mindless YouTube videos just to make up for all of the other energy that I put out in the world. So it's like for as much content as I'm creating, like making a video or making a podcast or making something for the world to consume, even just training as an athlete. I mean, that takes a lot out of you. It's like it's like the coaching, the training, all that. I need like the equal and opposite reaction, the recovery downtime where I'm not expected to do anything. I'm not expected to be there for anyone. I'm just taking care of myself, laying low, eating all the food. So like just leave me alone, world. Like I just want to watch my vlogs of my YouTubers that are talking about drama and like stupid stuff like that. But Anyway, um, so that can be seen as selfish sometimes. And like it's it's hard when you're on the receiving end and someone just is like, you're so selfish to go, okay, 
uh, let me just take that information that you're seeing me as and, you know, use it as constructive criticism. Like, yes, I, I, I did take that time for myself to do something that was self-serving, but I see how it kept me on the path that I'm on long-term, big picture. So for example, um, if I burn myself out and I'm spending myself in too many different ways or spreading myself too thin, I should say, that can easily lead to having my sobriety compromised and having my eyes wander and go, huh, what would it feel like to eliminate some of these pressures that I have and just, you know, take to the bottle? Because that is something I think about a lot. It, you know, even just a week or so ago, it was the 4th of July weekend and I was just feeling way too spent. Just too much stuff going on. Too many races I had signed up for. Too much. And I was starting to get really tempted to go and drink. I really wanted to. And to me, it's not just the drinking that I'm sober from. I'm sober from self-destructive behavior. So it's alcohol and abusing my body with food, whether that's restricting or binging. I do either or. And so if I don't keep my sobriety in check, it's also talking about like, you know, using food or alcohol as a numbing agent. And so I did have a little bit of a slip up over that 4th of July weekend, not with alcohol. I'm still sober from alcohol, but I went on like this epic, epic, epic binge where I just went to the grocery store and just got every single food ever that I was like kind of craving I wasn't hungry for them. I had already eaten a pretty good dinner and some good lunch and stuff. Like I had food in my system, but I was like, no, I'm going to eat everything and like numb myself out. And like that kind of addict brain, that's something that I'm just wired to have. I used, I mean, I like used food to just replace what I would have used alcohol for back in the day, binge drinking. But so I kind of call it a free lapse for me. Because, yes, I abused food in that moment to like deal with emotions, but because it wasn't alcohol and because there was nothing involved with like restricting or purging afterwards to like undo the damage, thank God, I still consider myself, you know, I'm still counting my days, I'm still sober over 800 days, but that just goes to show how quickly I can descend into the depths of uh, addiction and abusive behavior when I'm not keeping my self-care in check. So that's why I'm a little selfish sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I got to keep my self-care in check. I am selfish. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to lie under my covers and do something that has no like immediate um, productivity value. It's not doing anything productive, but it is productive because it's giving myself the downtime. So that's why I partake in it. And that's why sometimes I don't, I excuse myself and remove myself from certain social activities that I just I don't know. I can't rally and get myself to do. I just, it's just part of my wiring. I've always kind of been that way. Like just for every social engagement, I just need so much downtime sandwiching it to be okay and present the best face, put my best face forward. And I think coming out of the pandemic and now having all these social engagements pop up, it's interesting for me to see how that's, it still is just like really important to me to have that downtime self-care and another thing about self-care is that it's not always what we think it is it's not just like sitting in the bath with a candle lit and being like yeah self-care it's so like cute it's a lot more than that it's just not 
being on for me it's not being on social media which is just so so hard for me i'm just so addicted to it and i try really hard to remove myself from it but i mean it's definitely a big challenge and at the end of the day social media is still considered kind of work because it's like that's how i put myself out there that's how i tell my story but another thing i want to talk about is there was this movie premiere of the movie that i was in for the speed project which happened a few months ago and I'm in the movie. I mean, I was part of this relay team that ran from LA to Vegas, which was really cool. I was invited on a whim a few weeks out, and I didn't really know anyone going into it. I met everybody for the first time there, doing like the night before the speed project. And I learned, um, I learned there, and in, in that whole process, that whole experience of running from Los Angeles to Las Vegas uh, with a team of people, strangers how much my self-care means to me and how when you don't have any minutes to yourself you're always surrounded by people you're in like close quarters with people running your body is like being you know used in this way it was really powerful to have all of that um to to not have any moments of self-care like to just be like in it 100 percent running 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 for 40 hours but then also to then see when I finally got to Vegas, how quickly I was like, okay, now make up for the lost time of all the social interactions you just had for the past 40 something hours and just self-care the hell out. And I mean, it wasn't received as well. <laughs> I mean, I think I think like I think my teammates were just kind of like, wow, she's just so selfish. She's so like, you know, she didn't really care about us and blah, blah, blah. But like. I needed it. I needed the downtime so badly. I just like needed to like recover. And I felt a little bad about it when I got back to New York because I was kind of like, wow, like everybody hates me, blah, blah, blah. Um, And, you know, I just had to just do the equal and opposite version of that relay and just do self-care time for like an equal and opposite time. To be a better person for, to be a better friend, to be a good um coach everything I just need to give myself that freedom to just be a little selfish and engage in self-care so yeah whether that's just not feeling even the need to explain it and just just take the time for myself that's just something that I have to do so if you're feeling like you just need that time and you want to be a little selfish go for it Lucy Beatrix coach Beatrix says be selfish and engage in self-care. That's my message for today. Thanks for tuning into this bonus episode and check out the other episodes this season and I'll talk to you soon. Till next time, just be fast, just win.